What's up, quality people? Welcome. I don't know why the music just it didn't fade in like normal. It's all good. Uh, this is Profitable Conversations, as you see. We have a special guest in the house, Miss Miracle Stillman, aka Miracle the Sage, which we'll get into that later. So let's uh, let's get into just a short introduction of who you are. Oh yeah. Hey everyone. I'm Miracle. Um, this is the part that always thumps me. Like, how do I introduce myself? <laughs> um, well, first and foremost, I'm a writer. That's that's the heart of everything I do. I love to write. I'm a storyteller. Um, I'm a marketer. Uh, I have my own blog. I blog for other people. I do marketing for other people. I'm kind of I'm kind of just a media head, all encompassing in general. Um, yeah. That's that's pretty much the the gist of it all, and honestly, I like to make sure that I put out content where it it reaches people in a place where it can it can really reach them. I got you. you know? I got you. Sounds like you're a Renaissance woman. You do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that. Um, yeah, yeah. All encompassing. I mean, I know a lot of those things tie together yeah, very well. Yeah. But the ability to you know do different things, um, yeah. make different dishes, if you will, is uh, very valuable, especially in our modern age. Like, yeah, it's necessary. Yeah, like you have to have skills you because do. if you don't have skills, you, you won't survive because the productivity of, you know, just technology is exactly. advancing so fast that you have to have skills above what technology can do in order yep. to literally make a living. So, exactly. yes, here's a big thing that we were talking about today is media is the new religion and that is the first thing that we are going to get into so here we go get what you know god is with you god is with you actually before we get into that let's acknowledge some of the quality people in the chat jack myers is in the house uncle jack man uh can you can you message me oh i have too many things up there hold up yeah i don't know what's going on there yeah so um yeah we'll just leave it there so anyway jack we were supposed to come see you yeah jack works at the liquor store miracle and (laughs) uh we were supposed to go see him at um on friday and we didn't and kenya reminded me today and i i knew about it over the weekend but i was just like man yeah but anyway we're we're gonna come see you because i I still do need to get some some more liquor so let's acknowledge some more people kenya says gilly Aunt Cindy is in the house. And Mama Prophet is in the house as well. Miracle, it's great to see you. It's good to see you. (laughs) Well, I would, but it's good to talk to you. (laughs) Yes, so, um, if you don't know, Miracle and I used to go to church together. And church together during, like, really crucial years of our lives. So, like, from... I guess like the end of middle school to through high school mm-hmm. and so we've done a lot together we were heavily involved in youth group we worked on a lot of projects yeah we did a we play could, together we did a play together oh wow oh, i should have wore that we shirt did. Yeah. i forgot i should have worn that shirt actually that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> oh we got a funny comment hold on i gotta pull this up uh mama pra man <laughs> jeez <laughs> jack i need a discount on some wine for my communion oh my god <laughs> Man, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Always. I, I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, yeah. Wine. Wine is. I, I, I thought she was talking about liquor because of the liquor store. Anyway, 
Yeah, we got a great show. We got Alan in the house. I think that is, that's your boo, right? It is. That's your boo. Well, hey. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Alan. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. We're going to have to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I think I, uh, I deleted something earlier, so my thing is messed up. So y'all just got to deal with it for now. Anyway, yeah, we got a great show. Um, we were talking about, in our first segment, how the media has killed the consciousness. Like, literally killed the consciousness. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, the first thing that I had on my list is, well, if you don't know where it comes from, it comes from a Kendrick Lamar song uh, on his last album. It came out last year called Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And this is from the song Worldwide Steppers, I believe. And uh, so it says, the media is the new religion that killed the consciousness. And I thought, I was listening back to the album this past weekend and I was like man like that it just hit me and it resonated with me in a different way and so I want to know your thoughts on like is the media really like the new religion like what's going on here honestly it is and I say that from a place of you know I I started out as a journalist that's where my career was heading at first when I was in school and um, I quickly shifted away toward it away from it because I, I saw where it was going mm-hmm. And, you know, in journalism, there's a, a code of ethics. It's not, it's not law or anything, but it's, it's, the, it's the code that you abide by when you perform journalistic duties in the public eye. And I don't see that being practiced anymore. And it was one of those things where you kind of have to just accept what is and move on because you can't, you can't really change that type of system where it's already in place and so you could but it's it's one of those things where you kind of just have to go your own way and so I definitely do see it as the new religion because I mean for for centuries the media has been used as a tool for propaganda and mm, yeah. pushing out information and the, in, the information part that's not necessarily a bad thing we do need to be informed on certain things right, right. but you know depending on the platform or the you know the people speaking on the information it just there's a lot of bias attached to it and i think just now like how the information is spun exactly, like how it's presented to us yeah. exactly and now there's pretty much no no moral regulation for it anymore Right, yeah. right. There's no the ethical framework for everything, and so like that. that that's uh, what gets me a lot too, is yeah. because people will say like, "Oh, we need to do away with the Christian foundation, the Christian values that was." It's built. already done away with. And I was like, "This is the result of it." Right, exactly. Now it. you're seeing the result of it, and <laughs> yes. it's like we we weren't necessary. We weren't a Christian nation. That everybody kept saying that we were a Christian nation. It was like no. We just had a lot of values that came yeah, from our constitution the Christian tradition. Is directly from the Word of God. It really right. is. I, and I think um, it was said. It was one of the presidents. It was the one that named James. James. Uh, uh, Mad- no, is it? Yeah, Madison? I think so. Yes. There's a J- so there's John. Yeah, it must be James Madison. Yep, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. He wrote some sort of paper or something explaining how the Constitution. Um, the values of the Constitution and the, the the laws that are in it came directly from the Bible, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, I it's it's funny how people want to do away with the foundation, but what else would we stand on? Because when you when you don't right. have that, what else what else is there? 
because yeah. honestly even if you go towards another religion or or you know whatever spiritual practice you want to do they mm-hmm. all have some sort of foundation that you ha- you can build upon exactly exactly yeah but it's like everybody wants to just do what's right in their own eyes now right, yeah. it's it's really becoming more prevalent and it's actually kind of scary i'm not fearful but it's scary yes so yeah I'm, I'm the same way i'm not fearful because i understand that i'm a man of principle and i'm around people who are of good moral conduct and who have good yes. principles and so at the end of the day i can rock out with my people exactly but i just said that to looking someone. out into the world and you're like y'all are removing it's like whether you were a Christian or not, you yeah. can still thrive here because we have, you know, freedom of religion. Exactly. Um, we have all these different things in place so that we could, you know, coexist and mm-hmm. live in some sort of harmonious way with people who had different views. Because, I mean, yeah. even within Christianity, we have all different types of, you know, views, viewpoints on this doctrine versus right. the other side of that doctrine. And we still got to be able to coexist. We have mm-hmm. to have a, and in Christianity, we, we have a central ethos, and that is we're following Jesus at the end of the day. Yep. We may disagree on what that looks like yep. in some cases. And that's how America was built. It was like we had this central ethos. We had um, this constitution that if all fails, we kind of go back to it. Yep. Yes, there needed to be some amendments because, yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, like the civil perfect. rights and everything. Yeah. And we made amendments at the appropriate times yep. but now it's like now you want to remove yeah. the ethical framework yeah, and so now there's no that. boundaries to anything it, and so people can literally be whoever they want they could do whatever they want and so and that's actually that's not freedom it's, it's not. actually anarchy yes. and so now yes. we're living in a place where everybody's just kind of roaming around aimlessly exactly. and it's that's why like I was looking at my phone today and I have uh, this app called Newsbreak so my mom and I but my mom turned me on to it and it's just like man every single I get probably 20 articles a day and it's always like this person got killed two people shot here and I'm just like man I mean I know like there's evil things that happen all over the place but the the violence and the the hate that and the visceral hate behind these different acts it's just like man it's like yeah has it always been like this or like is it something in the direction or is this indicative of the direction of the mindset um that we're headed so it's like i i think yes to that um it's yes to both of the things you said whereas it it has always been like this right but we also know it's continuously getting worse Mm -hmm. and that's been prophesized already and but at the same time, it's like we have so much access to everything now. It's easier to see this. Mm-hmm. And we see it, like like you right, said, on your phone, media. Yeah, yeah. social media, and the television. And so I really, I'm really conscious about and intentional about just blocking out a lot of the things that I know I don't need mm-hmm. in my spirit that day or on my mind that day. Right. Because those things really do affect me. You know, it, it might not, it might not, it'll, it might make me, you know, um, have some transference of anger on something else that I'm dealing with. Right, you know? right. Because either way, that thing is media is medium. It's information that comes through something. Right. And it gets to you and it goes into your spirit and it just it 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 handles you in a way that you don't always recognize. And mm. so it's one of those things where 
you really have to be intentional with what you put in your ear or what you look at. Yeah. And I don't think people take that seriously enough because I think we're in the age now where everyone believes they're invincible. Everyone mm. believes that, you know, oh, well, why, why don't you want to watch this? Why don't you want to do this? Right. Why, why not? I mean, are you afraid that you'll be consumed by it? Well, you know, maybe. Yeah. No, I mean. <laughs> so, well, like, you got to think about, uh, you have to think about what you consume as far as like content in the same manner that you think about what you consume as far as food yes. which is i mean if we're being Come honest on. like 73 percent of or 70 percent of the adults in the country are overweight so it's just like i say this all it's the time like, what does your spiritual diet look like so, which I'm not means like talk the things the that you're consuming <laughs> yeah we don't that's, that, that's a story for yeah, another day yeah. but like <laughs> But people don't have like a, a diet as far as what they're feeding their soul. And so now they're getting, you know, spiritually obese and yes. unhealthy. And that leads to spiritual decay and death yep. rather than the opposite of what we are following. We're following Jesus who says he's the way, the truth, and the life. Exactly. And so, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of where I am with a lot of this stuff. I do have a question for you, though. And that question is, do you think everybody in some sense has a religion whether they claim to be an atheist or not religious at all absolutely okay so absolutely why do, why do you say that i say that because as human beings we're always looking for that sense of purpose and that sense mm. of belonging and you you do get that from religion Right. And historically, humans have gotten that from religion. But now that people are trying to reject it, that doesn't mean that desire goes away. They're looking you're, for it in You're channeling places. it yeah. towards something else, whether that's your job. Many people are channeling that towards their job. Mm -hmm. They're finding their identity and purpose through the work that they do and wondering, you know, why... Why am That's I not all fulfilled? Yeah. yeah. Why am why I not, not filled to the level of satisfaphaction exactly. that and they it's told because, me I should be? Exactly, because yeah. it's not meant to fill you in that way. Right. It's really not. And so, yeah, I think it's one of those things where um, people are gravitating towards the things that that they desire. Right. And it's becoming their religion because even, even the concept of identity itself mm -hmm. is a religion. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, people are literally defining themselves from their outer appearance or from who they love or you know or just wanting to be different yeah, yeah. exactly wanting to be set apart a, a very small part of you is that thing yet you're yet you're defining yourself by that very small part of you because mm -hmm. you're, you're so making much it all more. of you you're making it all and of so you. that then yeah. it becomes your idol exactly and so exactly. yeah it's rather than making it as part of this greater thing yeah um that you're chasing which in Christianity, we're chasing the way of Jesus, right. God, yeah. uh, to be united with the Father. And so, yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting, just the direction that everything's headed towards. Um, how and seeing it in real time. Right, like, yeah, because it's like... It's wild. We went through the... We got to see when smartphones first came yes, into play. Yes, we did. And that, is, that has been... That has been um, made analogous with the printing press and how revolutionary it was. Right. But now you're kind of seeing the results of the misuse of it. There's a lot of good use to, you know, having the smartphone and being on social media. Yeah. But when it's abused and when it's, you know, not used for 
positive purposes, then, I mean, now yeah. we're, we're in spiritual death. We did a whole yeah. um, podcast about that last week. So if you missed last week's episode, you're going to want to go check out the spiritual death episode. Um, I thought we did a pretty good job there. <laughs> we uh, we reacted to Candace Owens, actually. In that, really? Uh, at oh, the, as our second topic. He was telling so. me about that. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, that was, that was great. Um, oh, I do have one more. So... After the Kendrick um, comment that we just went over, he says something else that is really good um, that I also want to talk about. He says, your jealousy is way too pretentious. You killed accomplishments. Man. Your jealousy is way too pretentious. You killed accomplishments. Now, we are in an age where... You get a you get a participation trophy Ooh, just because <laughs> just because you showed up just to the game. Just because you showed up, you yes. could have sat the bench, but you still get. It's just it's crazy. You may crazy. not even it's know how to blowing. play the game. Right, right. Thanks yeah. for being you're here. You're out there because mommy said, "Hey, Timmy, yes. you're, you're playing out here." Yes. And then Timmy gets a big trophy at the end of the. And it's, yes. I mean, and now to be fair, <laughs> to be fair. Um, when they when they're when they're young, I do think everybody on the team should get a trophy at the. That makes end. sense. But the MVPs should be recognized. So like when when I grew up, everybody got a trophy if you were on the team. Mm-hmm. But then you had like the special awards where yep. the players that were excellent, like the MVPs or the Defensive Player of the Year, so on and so forth, they got like a special recognition. They may have gotten a certificate, a plaque, a different trophy. But now it's like everyone wants to, it's like no, the no child left behind thing. It's yes. kind of where I think that started. And it's like everybody has to be the same, even if everybody's not of equal excellence yep. in this specific field. Even and it's, if that means lowering the standards, because that's what we're right, seeing. Well, that's a what lot. they have to do. Yeah. Because they have to lower the standards for the people who are for the people who are down here but then the people who are excellent don't get to thrive exactly like they're not recognized it's, it's kind of like what's the point in trying to thrive and mm-hmm. and, and aim for excellence if mm-hmm. it's not if there's no way you're going to be recognized for it rewarded or there's no type of compensation in the end for it exactly it really it discourages kids people in general but especially kids from trying mm-hmm. It just does. Yeah. Well, that's also a big reason why communism, um, I mean, it's one of the reasons. It's not the only reason, but it's a big reason why communism doesn't necessarily work, at least in the modern age. And that's why China um, now, they're thriving because they started having these, um, I think they called them free market zones or something like that. I heard of that. And so now there, there are certain sections where it's just like, very competitively driven and so the best rice the cream rises to the top yep. and as a result now their company or now their country is starting to flourish um, because they're encouraging that same with uh, a lot of countries in Africa they adopted um, free market principles more capitalistic mindset yeah. and um, now their 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 wealth is just exponentially growing exactly I think it's important to find that balance mm-hmm. because a lot of people you know, it's it's that um, their grass is greener type of effect. You know, right, a lot of yeah. people in America are like, you know, you know, Marxism, communism. We need that. You know, everyone so needs to be equal. Yeah. And I'm just like, 
yeah, it's okay if we, you know, it's okay if 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 something doesn't work for everyone, mm-hmm. or if some parts of something work for these things. You know, it's it's like we live in an age of extremism where yeah. it's either all or nothing. Man, so listen to this. So I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they said, you know, a country and a society is on the decline when the moderates are literally being thrown out and you're forced to choose the extremes yes it's like the people who are are moderate whether they're leaning this way or they're leaning that way it's like no it's like we don't like you you have to choose a side yeah and it's like what wait wait a minute i'm trying to just live you know based with some common sense i don't want to lean too far this way and get you know brainwashed in one direction or the other and y'all are throwing me out with the bathwater. Right. It's like, exactly. It's like, come on. I why do I have to subscribe to right. every single idea on mm-hmm. this side or that side? Why can't I have my own mind mm-hmm. about that, it? And it's the antithesis of how this country was built. Yeah. And so if you look at a lot of the how the founding fathers did things, is they had to make a lot of compromises. Yes. And don't want to do that people yeah it's just my way or the highway on on both sides and they'll they'll tell you like it has to be this way and we can't back down and it's like well people have to live like people are out here beginning to suffer at alarming rates because we can't figure things out yes and so exactly it's it's kind of like the whole you know um saving the environment thing i'm all for saving the environment yeah but then there are certain ideas within that that don't really make sense when you look at the context of what it means for the world so for example um burning coals you you hear that and you think okay that's bad for the environment we need to ban it you know, for everybody, it's not good, you know, point blank period, right? But people don't realize that, you know, in poorer countries, such as maybe India or something, they have to do that to survive, get electricity. Because that's the only form. That's their only form of energy. And and so it's like, or maybe not their only form, but maybe their most used form. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of those things where it's like, it's not all one side. Right. There's got to be a balance. Yeah, there has to be a balance. Mm -hmm. No, for sure, because... Like, you take that away from them, and then now people are suffering Mm -hmm. in the immediate, just so you could say that you're saving people down the road, but it's like, but if people are suffering, yeah, it's like, people (laughs) suffer in the immediate, there's not going to be people down the road to save. It's like, oh, we'll just have this nice planet. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And it's so funny, because I look at movies and TV shows now, and that's the main message, where it's like, why can't everyone get along? What you know? Let's sympathize with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Let's empathize with everybody, and everybody yeah. will get along. It's it's just that simple. It's not that simple, guys. Right? It's really yeah. not. People are who they are. They believe what they believe. Mm-hmm. People disagree, and sometimes war and fights come out of that. Right. And and you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that something is good or bad. It kind of just is. Right. You know. No, I, I think that's beautiful, and um, we'll get into why I think people are so stuck. And I I think it goes back to um, people are not willing to be flexible in expanding their view of the world. It's like once they think they have something figured out, they want to hold on to it. Oh, as tightly as possible. Even if it is proven wrong or even if there's a 
way to expound upon what they already know. Yeah. It's like, no, like I, this is this is the way, you know. And so that's why, from I guess the right side, the more traditional side, it's like, yeah, yeah I, I get it. Like a lot of these traditions are they're great, but not all of them. Yeah. So like we we gotta let some of these go. But then yeah. on the flip side, like a lot of progressives are like, no, do away with everything. All of it. Do it. We're gonna. But and it, but it's like. Do away with everything and let's do the opposite of yes. the of the extreme things. Oh and it's like, God. no, we need to just do away with the extreme things and become more balanced. So yes. yeah, so but we're we're gonna get on to we're gonna get into that topic on the other side of this break when we talk about change. So we'll be right back. Uh, we'll get into some of your comments. I got them queued up. So all right, I gotta fix a couple things. But that okay. was great. Yeah. What's up? Welcome back to Profitable Conversations. Guys, make sure that you... Because we were trying to spread practical religion. We have a special guest with us today in Miracle Stillman. And we we got the... I, I believe we have the comment thing figured out. So we got a comment from Sonia Prophet, a.k.a. my mother. Not bad for an old lady. The start could use some work. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're still... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bam, we're good. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so uh, that commercial that shot during the break was my mom. She is running track again. Uh, and she was in the 50 to 55 or 50 to, yeah, 54 uh, age range this past year, placed third at nationals. And so we're going to be starting a series. Now she's 55. I know I'm not supposed to reveal a woman's age, but <laughs> it says say, it says her age. Should you have said that? It says it know. says fast at 55, and okay. she's good with it. So, but um, yeah, on Cindy, the real champ. Yeah, she she is the real champ. <laughs> but yeah, she's running track again, and we're gonna be starting a series, um, that we're gonna release on the quality life, just documenting her process, her relationship with God, as far as um 
how that pl- ties into her athletic adventure training and everything so yep so we're going to be bringing you more than podcasts and so that's why we need your support make sure that you're sharing make sure you're liking for the algorithm pushing this out to as many people as you can let's get into some of these comments though i probably missed a a lot (laughs) all right let's see wow yeah there's like three pages oh i needed somebody to all right so danny do you know who that person is I'm not sure. I don't think so. Okay. I'm not sure. Maybe. But uh, Danny says, today you can pick and choose. And also, kids who are adolescents, they can find an influencer online today. When I was young, my influencer was my father and my grandfather. Yeah. Excellent it's like, point. It's like the... Inf- well, and it's... The problem isn't that there's influencers online. The problem is that the greater influencers aren't in the household. Mm. Which is, that's that's the biggest problem. It's like, do you have somebody in your immediate circle, in your immediate community that you can look up to? Or, because if you have somebody you can look up to who is worth their salt and who is, you know, raising you to become a, an outstanding citizen, then they're going to tell you not to do this all day. Exactly. To where you're not going to be strictly influenced yep. by, you know, the influencers online. That's why I love my mom. And you'll mom. be more influenced, yeah, mm-hmm. by your mom, <laughs> by your dad, your grandparents, yeah. the people who are in your immediate family or, you know, right outside. So, like, we just went to my neighbor's, so Natalie's dad uh, retired Natalie. on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and we went to, and there we consider them family. And it's because they've been our neighbor since I was eight. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, so that's why... She's basically my god sister, and like her, her dad's basically like another dad to me, and so that's a beautiful. That's that's what community is all about. It's exactly. like the people who are around you, and I can say that about a few other neighbors too. Like we have the Rigby's down the road. I can say that about them. Um, we saw a couple of other neighbors that were at his retirement, and it's like, yeah, like we've known them. I've known them the majority of my life, yeah. but even though we don't see each other on on a day-to-day basis like that all the time now uh, because, well, I'm grown and out of the house. I can just pick back up and say, hey, like, what's going on? You can relive old memories. And those memories are what sustains people. Oh, my God. But you can't make memories if all you're doing is watching content all day. Yeah, because you're not really here. You're there. You're in the phone. You're there. You know? Exactly. So, yeah, thank you, Danny, for the comment. Let me go back here. All right. Mama Prophet says, we are left to pursue the lust of the flesh and the pride of life when we discard the moral and spiritual compass of Christ. Amen. Yeah, amen to that. Yes. Lust of the flesh. Um, what's the other one? She, I think she left one out. So it's pride of life, lust of the, oh, lust of the eyes, too. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's what we just talked about. Lust of the eyes attracted not even being here, not even being present, yep. or looking out into the world and at things that you shouldn't be looking at. So, oh, yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Is this why uh, I need a person on the comments, <laughs> strictly? <laughs> I know, right? Hey, Mayday's in the building. What's up, Mayday? 
Hey, y'all, just got home, so I'll be watching from my phone, but can't wait to see the live chat. Yep, we're about to get into change. So this is something you brought up to me. Um, You said you've been going through a lot of change as far as, you know, how you see your faith. And I echoed the same sentiment as far as, especially since I've been doing, getting this YouTube channel back started. It's like, wow, like it, it forces me to think about it in critical ways so that I can, one, convey my faith in the gospel in a manner that people can understand it yep. um, from, a, from my perspective, but also so that I can present it in a way to, because I'm, I'm going to be critiqued when I, yeah. when I put stuff out, so you have to think about it critically. So um, that has been something I've been dealing with as well. So yes. we're going to get into that right now. Uh, change. Make sure you push this out to your family and friends because you know, we're, we're about to rock out. We're about to get into another strong topic here. So tell me about your faith journey. Um, you don't have to go back from the beginning, but at least go back from like a pivotal point, uh, maybe in the, from the past that has led you to where you are today. Ooh, where would I begin? Okay, so... <laughs> I grew up in the church. I've always been a part of the church, you know, that whole sentiment. Um, you know, you you know who God is, you understand God, but maybe the relationship really is or isn't there as you grow up because, you know, that was just a part of your life at the time. Mm-hmm. And so it was like that for a while until maybe I started being, you know, really convicted about different things in uh, middle school and high school. You know, just just as a teenager and, you know, things happening and changing and you experiencing different things and not really knowing how to deal with it. And and in that, not really knowing how God can be a part of that while you're in it, you know. And I think maybe a lot of teenagers go through that. And so... Um, and then in college, you know, it was, it was a lot of that same thing. I started prioritizing my relationship with God more. And, um, it it was, it was one of those things where it got to probably the lowest point of my life at the time. And, um, I was in college and, you know, it, it got to the point where I wasn't even going to class anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so, um... I thank God. I know it was all him because I got out of that semester <laughs> with a, a 3.7. And I'm like, Jeez. I don't know how that happened. Jeez. because. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And so from that point, it kind of just, it was it was one of those things, you know, that, that would fall on and off. I, I was chasing God desperately, but didn't know how to do it. And I mm, wasn't yeah, really... Yeah. I guess I was stubborn a little bit. I wasn't really willing to do it the way I've always heard it being done. Right. You know, so I looked for other avenues and I got into some some worldly stuff mm, where, okay. it kinda, <laughs> where it kind of where it kind of where it kind of it literally pivoted me right back to Christ. It is so crazy how it happened. Yeah. So, you know, it it's it's one of those things like it's kind of like the the new age spiritual journey that people go through now with the crystals and the oracle right, cards right, right. Yeah. and stuff like that. It was like that that was kind of something I wanted to get into for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so when I did that, it was like I was I was I was doing that as an excuse to do it and also as my reason for 
like trying to seek God. Yeah, trying to like, seek oh, God. Like, oh, maybe he's Exa- here. Like, maybe he's here. Exactly, right, right, right. exactly. And so it was like Christ has always been in me and and around me. But it was kind of like, like I said, I was being, I was just being stubborn. Mm-hmm. But it got to the point where I got to like maybe my second lowest point after college. You know, I think this is around when COVID happened. I lost my job. It was it was a lot going on at the time. And I realized that God has always been right there. And mm. I didn't have to go through all these other mediums to find him. So I went right back to where I knew him, which was the word. Right. And so when I did that, everything just it was it just became clear that mm. he was God. And that I didn't I didn't have to continue to to find him through the world, I guess. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And so... It's like, instead of finding him through the world, it's like, I find him in the world. Yes. And so it's like, I find what he is in the world. And so yeah. I always talk about uh, the fruits of the spirit, which is in, I believe, it's one of the Corinthians book. Yep. I, always, I always botch it. Yep. But um, <laughs> it's, it's in the book. Yep. But uh, the fruits of the spirit, it's like love, gentleness, kindness, self-control, um, just those different things, uh, peace. And so when you see those things out in the world, then you can, you see God materialized in the world. Yes. And so when you stop looking for him, say like in a crystal, it's like, yep. oh, you think God is confined to like this yeah, rock or something. Yeah, that's exactly it's what like it was. It's like you're putting a boundary on something exactly. that should be, you know, seen in the world that's always ever expansive. Yep. And so and and you you can't grow if you're constantly trying to find him here here and here. Oh my god. Rather than yes. finding him through the world with the new things that get discovered, yep. but also measuring against the old truths that are foundational to the new things that have been discovered. Yes. And so finding the thread in that that's where that's where you see God. Yes. So, yes. But yeah, I'm interested to go back Kind of to college because I have a similar story to you, and you're definitely gonna have to go onto Kenya's podcast to talk about yes. the the crystals and stuff because oh, yeah, I, y'all literally it. went through the same thing. Really, which is I mean, and it makes sense because that's something that's really heavily pushed, yeah. and so it's it's very easy to slip and go down that road, especially when you're in college, mm-hmm. you're away from your parents, mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out your own identity in mm. a sense. And everybody's telling you it should be here, it should be here, it should be here, rather than you saying, okay, I'm going to take the good of everything and keep marching forward. So the analogy that I have for that I talk about on the show all the time is I'm always chasing God, Jesus, who's through Jesus. So Mm -hmm. Jesus is at the top of the mountain. And our job as believers is to traverse this mountain up towards Jesus. And as we traverse it, we get a clear image of who he is. Yes. But we also get a clear image of who we are because we, yeah. as we're getting closer to him, we're becoming more like Christ because exactly. we are, you know, reflecting his light in a sense. And so, yeah, so take me back to college mm. and... That was the time. Yeah. <laughs> what what was the change? Like, what was that moment where you were like, Ooh. do you have a moment or was it kind of like a... I think it was a... It was a compilation of moments that kind of led me to be like, this isn't working. Mm. It was, 
I was at a point where I wasn't myself anymore. I was so far removed from who I was, from my values, mm. from from just just the heart of who I am. Like I'm a very, you know, talkative Really, I am a social person, right. but at that point, I was like convincing myself that I was anti-social, that I don't wow, like people, yeah, yeah. and I was like, I'm not living authentically, and I don't know why, and I don't know how to fix this, and there would be so many nights where I would cry about it, right, and, just, right. and just be like, I don't know what's wrong, and like even um, my friends at the time, they were saying, you know, um, you haven't you haven't been yourself you know you don't mm. even you never hit me up to do anything you don't wow. you know they're basically telling me I was a bad friend in the in the best way possible right you know I mean and but so, I mean yeah they're telling you you're a bad yeah. friend but they were doing it in the yes, friendly in a loving way yeah. exactly yeah. and I totally respected it and I I really think that was a big a big part of it why I started to see things differently too and then you know I was I was having issues with just my parents and like it kind of felt like I was. I was regressing back to being a teenager. Like just the mindset I yeah. was in, it was like very, I was very emotional. I was very um, arrogant at times. I was, I was very much a, a know-it-all at times. And it wasn't just outwardly, outward actions mm, yeah. that I was doing, but it was very, it was very subconscious and it it showed, it, it showed itself wow. in yeah. many instances. And so there are many times where, you know, I would fight with my mom who was only just trying to help me mm-hmm. and fight with my friends who were just trying to help me. And I would just, and I'm a very um, introspective person too. Right. And so I would always ask myself and always just try to dive deeper into why I was doing this and why I was acting this way. And it was because I was so far removed from God for so long. And right. I didn't even realize it until I got to like the lowest point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I even get out of here? Yeah, you dug the hole so deep, yeah. you're like, oh. But I had no choice. Yeah. I had to get out of there. Mm. I, I had to find myself again, so I did. Wow. I started reading my word again. I started mm-hmm. praying again. Just just doing the little things to keep him first in my life with every next decision I made. Right. And, and and making sure that it, it glorified him. And I'm not perfect by any means, and my, my walk is not perfect by any means, but I can confidently say that... He is the the head of my life, mm-hmm. and and I'm and I'm proud to say that, and I'm and I'm grateful that he's kept me through everything because honestly, I there are many times where I should have been may, maybe somewhere dead. Who even Ooh. knows? You know, like there are so many wow. times where I, I can look back and I'm like, yeah, he he was definitely there yeah, because he kept me. Yeah. yeah. Like and I and I'm grateful to have praying parents that have kept me covered as well. Right. I and, know your parents pray. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I know your they be pray. in it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so I'm just so grateful for the journey. And you know, people always say, you know, if I could go back, I would change these things. And there are some things you know I wish weren't a part of my history, but they are, and they got me to this point where I am now. Right. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Yes. No, that's that's a crucial point. Yeah. Like one thing, I, I even said this in a speech that I did at Natalie's father's retirement, is that a lot of people think that the future is just this thing that's way in front of us, but it's actually the past that is before us because yes. we can see the past right in front of us and we can say, okay, yeah, this is good. This is what I need to take, the foundation, yep. exactly, moving forward. But this is the things that I need to correct so that you can build a better future. And yes. so it's actually the past that is before us wow. rather than just like, if you just say the future is before us, it's just like, 
okay, well, where are you going? Like, yeah. what are you building what does upon? It look like? Yeah. yeah. And so you have to have a foundation, and that foundation is the past, or is the past. That is the the literal map. And so I want to go back to the map of our lives, which mm-hmm. is the Word of God. So when you were going through this transformation back to God, yeah, was there a specific verse, specific chapter, mm. um, anything that hit you and you were like, oh. There were so many at the time. So many. Because I would just constantly be in my word looking. And, and every time I looked, I would find it. And so mm. I would say, I would just say right now, and it, this has been pretty consistent, it will be Proverbs 31, 26. Okay. Um, she speaks with wisdom out her mouth. Um is the is instruction something like that? Yeah, uh, just just the scripture describing a woman with wisdom, right? And a godly woman with wisdom, and and understanding what God has put in me, and and what that looks like for other people, and and and, and being aware that I'm a reflection of Him, and so that means I'm I'm the light that people see, exactly, and they see Him, mm-hmm. and so I want to make sure that. I'm intentional with what I do, what I say, what I put out there, and just making sure that, you know, people are aware that I I'm his representative and and that and whatever comes out of me, it's because of the Holy Spirit. And so I'm very intentional with the things that I say now mm-hmm. and and not to make sure and to make sure that I don't I don't just speak anything to anybody wow, just because yeah. I want something to say or I want to sound mm-hmm. smart or, you know, I I want to, you know, I don't know, just just be in the room. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean you're you're just moving with wisdom. You're yeah. moving according in accordance with the Holy Spirit. That's your aim. Yeah. Which it kind of goes back to that verse. It's like be uh slow to um slow to wrath. Be yeah. quick to listen though. Yes. Um and slow to um, what's the other one? Speak, and so it's like, yeah, you don't just want to blurt out everything. Exactly. You want to you want to listen. You want to process so that you can understand what is the best thing that I could do in this situation. Right. What? How can I best convey the gospel? And when we say gospel, we just mean the wisdom of God in this moment. Because yep. I, I think a lot of people, when you say, "Oh, how do I convey the gospel?" They just automatically go to uh, go tell everybody. Uh, Jesus died on the cross, and it's like, yeah, yeah, amen, yeah, amen, yeah. amen to that. We should absolutely tell people that, but there's a time and a place for everything, yes. and sometimes people just need to, you know, be heard. Yeah. And when they feel heard, then they actually see the love of Christ, yep. and then you can start the transformation there to where you get to the point to where it's like, hey, yeah, this is why Jesus died on the cross. Exactly. It's so that you can live. And now this is how you can live. Wow. And you can be free in that. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, yeah. yeah but your uh, your change has been, has been beautiful. It's, Thank you. Um, so I definitely commend you on that. Um, let's get into a couple comments before our next segment. That is your dad oh, is in the building. Dad. Big up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me get to this cue here. So also, no, we have an old friend. Natalie is in the building. Deluxe. Natalie! So welcome to the show. <laughs> Mama Prophet has something to say. The Stillmans did not play. 
you were going to church in that household. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, I would. I knew that I would see Miracle at school, and I knew I would see her at church. Yep. And so, I mean, it was non-negotiable because, I mean, I, same thing applied yeah. to me. I wasn't. I can just skip skip school. Exactly. And I can just skip church unless yep. I had like baseball or something. Um, where it was okay, like we know we're gonna be gone, right? And even then, I'm still under the protection of my parents, exactly. so I'm still being guided in a in a proper manner. All right, she had a mom probably had another one. Miracle, your time exploring gives you this amazing testimony. Sharing your story is paying God's grace forward. Wow, Amen. 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 he cry. saw you through it, and look at you now. Gilly, God Amen. is with cry. you. Thank you. Amen to that. I'm doing better with being more (laughs) open about my testimony, so There you go. And then um, now your dad says, wow, Miracle, I see the change that has come over you in the last several years. Continue to give God the glory for what he has done and is doing in your life. Thank you, Dad. That is from OG. Y'all making me cry. (laughs) All right, I'm scrolling back to try to see. Yep, Nat's in the house. Yeah, and uh, mom prof said, Proverbs 31, woman, go ahead, child. (laughs) (laughs) Always. That's funny. That's funny. All right, let's get into our next segment, Miracle the Sage. So if you go to Miracle's Instagram, you will see, that's the, because I only have Instagram and Facebook, and it's not Miracle (laughs) the Sage on Facebook, but you'll see Miracle the Sage on her IG profile. And so we're going to get into that. Okay. So what is... Or who, or what is the sage? Like, what does that mean? And then, who is Miracle the Sage combined? Like, how does that apply to who Miracle mm. is? Well, a sage describes um, a person who is able to communicate the wisdom they attain. Mm, yeah. And so, I'm really big on that because I understand that people listen to me and people do look up to me. And people, you know, at the end of the day, whether you know, others know it or not, you are an influence, you are a role model. Right. And I like to make sure, like I said before, that whatever comes out of my mouth, whatever comes out of my actions, whether it's my content, my words, or, you know, even the type of podcast I'm on, right. I'm I'm making sure that it all aligns with who I am and who God called me to be. Mm-hmm. And so that's pretty much where that comes from. I like it. I yeah. like it. No, yeah. Amen to that. Because, um, I have a similar, because I I coach baseball. So I played baseball all the way through college, and now I've been coaching. I'm going into my fourth season of coaching. Oh, nice. And what I'm realizing is like, oh, these kids, like I'm not just a coach in a sense. Like these kids look at me in the same way I looked at my coaches. And when you have that realization, you're like, oh, no, like I I have an unbelievable responsibility to steer these kids in the right direction. And so um, the organization I'm a part of, they're Christian-based. All the guys are Christian. We only hire guys of good character. And we play, like baseball, they play on weekends. So on Sundays, we'll have Bible study or like a little, you know, Bible study for the kids before or after the game just to make sure that, hey, like we know Sunday a lot of you guys would be in church. Uh, But it also gives the opportunity for kids who aren't exposed to that yeah. or wouldn't go to church otherwise to, you know, hear 
they uh, hear the word of God and to be steered in a in a good direction. And so when I understood that, I was like, man, like I yes. have to like move in wisdom. I, like I don't have a choice. Yes. Because if I don't, then I could encourage a behavior that isn't good for this kid long term. Wow. And it could be something that I encouraged here that, you know, leads them down the direction that's not good. Exactly. That spirals. And and not to say that it's my fault because everybody has personal responsibility, but I don't want to have to be accountable or like you have to hold yourself accountable for the, for how you conduct yourself. Like you should always be a reflection of what you want to see around you. Absolutely. And so- Absolutely. Yeah, I, I've definitely learned like the the sage part of my life is like, hey, yeah, I'm around these kids. Um, even doing these productions, um, whether because I do the production for our church online, um, just making sure that I'm doing it unto the glory of God. I'm making sure that things are set in place correctly. Um, when I'm yep. speaking in Bible study, that I'm you know doing it with a pure heart. So even if I'm like trying to challenge something, I do it with the love of Christ because they will. Jesus said, "You they will know that I am your disciple by the manner in which you love one another." Mm-hmm. And so if you, even if you disagree with somebody, if you're not approaching the situation from the standpoint of okay, like we need to come together at the end of this so that we can both grow. Exactly. But you're just trying to be right, yeah. or you're just trying to be in the room and be heard. Yeah. Then it's like. Yeah. Wait a minute, like that's that's not yeah that's not um very Christ-like yeah at all because that's not what he said you know exactly <laughs> so that was yeah. not what he said to do right exactly and so I can definitely relate to the the sage and so yeah I'm glad that um you brought that up because I I've been wondering about that for yeah. a while and I was like the sage that's interesting <laughs> because well you know and when I um saw it initially I was like sage I was like it sounds like People burn sage. I and, know, yeah. And then, and then I was like, I got a cousin named Sage, but I know her <laughs> name's not from like the burning of sage, but I don't really know where her name comes from. And so then I was like, oh, I'm just, she's coming on podcast. Let me just yeah, ask her. So, yeah. no, but that's, that's cool. So let's get into more about the miracle um, and less about the sage. So, okay. Miracle, you are a storyteller, right? Yes. So, like we said, we, We've done productions together. Yes. At church, when we were growing up, we did God's Not Dead. Oh, yeah. It was good. It was, yeah, that was- It was great. That was good. I was, that was looking really forward good. the other day. I can't find it, but I'm going to find it. Man. Yeah, because um, I know you wrote the play. Yeah. And then I wrote the spoken word at the end. I think I wrote, yeah. I think I wrote three, because I yeah. know Brandon- um, Shout out to Brandon. Uh, I still <laughs> I still see him. He calls my mom really? auntie. Yeah, I see him oh and Miss Aldra. Oh, my um, But yeah, I wrote- I think that was the first. He had just joined the church, I believe, and he was really? trying to get involved. And they were like, yeah, he can was. speak really well, but he needs somebody to write something for him. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, we're doing this play. Like, I'll just write something for him. So, yeah, that was a crazy, crazy, crazy production. It was. And now we were thinking, directors. Now thinking back on it, it was like, man, we were young. We like, really that were. Happened. We were that like, yeah. Or- something like that maybe or were we in, were we I in high we're, school I think we were so, I think that was sophomore year of high school okay 15 16 like, yeah 15 something 16 like somewhere yeah. around there but yeah like man like yeah and Aaron was choreographing the dances yes. Aaron Ashley and all them and we I was took just over. like we did man we're trying to bring that that culture back right so I'm in the youth ministry now oh there you yeah, go no, yeah. shout out that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> but it's 
But the, like all of us doing that, even though there's been times in our lives where maybe we, you know, turn the other way from God, yep. it, that's been ingrained in us. And we've shown excellence in the way of doing things for God that at the end of the day, we had no choice but to, you know, find no God again. Because we've already shown, like, how God can be expressed through us. Yep. And so it's like, it doesn't get any better than that. And so when that's lacking and we're looking for God in, you know, all, all these different places where he isn't, oh. then it's like, no, like, I, I need to get back to, yes. you know, being excellent for the Lord. That was the drive capacity. for yeah. me. That really was the drive for me. It was like, nothing is better than what what than what it was when I was in alignment with God, Mm -hmm. when I had my relationship with him and it was real and it was there. And yeah, when I got to my my low point and started pivoting right back to him, it was kind of like, yeah, I I had no choice because if I stay here, I'm going to die. Right. Uh, It just is. I mean, yeah, if not physically, like you're you're spiritually dead at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. Man, that that's crazy. I know. That is crazy. Oh my gosh. But yeah, like so let's talk about you now though. So yeah. I see a lot of your Instagram stories and posts. Yeah. And yeah. um you make some bold statements. A lot of most of them <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> I'm glad she said I, it. I did a lot of it <laughs> you know? on Twitter. Yeah. But ooh. Oh, that, Twitter's that, a dangerous place. It like is, that's I, I had to get off Twitter. That might be hell. That was my <laughs> That might be I like hell. I promise you, if it's not Earth. hell, it's right next to it. Cause like, oh, yes, yeah, that's <laughs> that place is hell. <laughs> it is. I really had to get off of it, but I did a lot of my. So the statements you probably saw, a lot of them were tweets. Right. Yeah. Because I noticed there were the yeah. screenshots or yeah. the grabs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I was never afraid to speak my mind on Twitter ever. Mm. And and a lot of times when I did, I would anger a lot of people. Oh, I bet a lot of people. Is there for different reasons? Is there a specific tweet where it just got like? Ooh. You were just like, man, like. Oh man, there this were is, there this were is a, a lot. But then them. you went, then you went in back at him too. So Ooh, like, okay, actually, actually, you can just go through any one that comes. To I mind. remember this one specifically. I I don't even remember what I tweeted. I said something about God. I I tweet a lot about God. Um, right. I said something about God. I don't know. I think I said I was grateful to have him in my life for some reason or the other. Right. Whatever. Somebody responds to me. Actually, someone who lives in Warner Robins and. Um, I, I don't personally know them. Someone else actually had to tell me that they live here because I didn't know them. <laughs> like, but they followed me. They thought I was cool. I know that because um, they were they would tweet me other times, oh, okay. and Got and you. you know they would they would love what I would say or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, this particular person, um, they did not like what I said. They said something. <laughs> what did they say in response? They said. Um, well, tell that to all the kids that, you know, get molested in the Catholic church or whatever, blah, 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 whatever. Right. As and if that's the only thing that goes on in Catholic church. Yes, exactly. Right. And so yeah. I I took a moment to, to, to cleanse my heart, to pray and ask God to, to send the Holy Spirit to speak through me of what I should say to this person. Mm-hmm. And it was like the perfect response because they couldn't even say anything back to me. I don't even remember exactly what I said. That's how I know it was the Holy Spirit. <laughs> but it, it was something along the lines of, you know, my heart goes out to those kids. But at the end of the day, you know, men don't always do what's in alignment with, with, with what's in God's word. Right. And that doesn't mean that that's a reflection of God. 
Right. That's that's man yeah. being that's a reflection being of men. evil exactly. and sin. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. That, so that it was along those lines. And she really couldn't say anything after that. I actually don't even remember what she said after that because it was it was it was it just was, not it was it was yeah not essential to the the it, point of the was, conversation exactly yeah. it was no longer a debate they kind of just let it go after that yeah wow. they eventually uh, blocked me I had to block them too because they started threatening me yeah oh wow it was that's why I had to get off Twitter Twitter is crazy that's people wild. do not well it's like these keyboard warriors they hide behind you know their icon yes <laughs> trolling is right. terrible hey, they're just a letter right kid you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they don't even have an avatar. They just, At they just, all. yeah. That's a joke that a YouTuber we follow named Anton. Really? Uh, Daniels. He'll he'll just go familiar. off. I think I know who that is. Yeah, he's a he's a guy. I, I don't even. He's just an entertainer at this point. But uh, he he's big into real estate and he's a multimillionaire. Yeah. So yeah, you should definitely subscribe to him. He has a lot of good good stuff out there. I love it. But yeah, he. When people go off in his chat, he will just, he'll light them up. So sometimes he just has a moment where he's like, you just a letter. Like, you don't even have an avatar. Like, you know, like my mom, like she doesn't have a, her picture on YouTube. Like, she, I mean, she doesn't really need one. Yeah. Because she's not, she doesn't have a channel she's or anything. She's not a troll but, either. Yeah, so. she's not a troll. Yeah, she's so. actually positive in the chat. But it's also, isn't it incredible how people, like you said this person thought you were cool, right? Yeah. And so they were following you. Yep. For... A specific reason why they yep, thought you were cool. That's right. And when you colored outside the lines of that reason, yes, because you're not specifically like all of who Miracle is isn't the reason that somebody else likes you or yeah. follows you or subscribes mm-hmm. to you. When you color outside the lines, it's like, oh no, you're not who I thought you were. Yep. So you're an imposter. You're a bad person. That's basically what like, she was saying over time, and and it and that's why I had to block her because over time, you know. Those as those tweets continued and she would continue to reply to my stuff, mm. the tweets would get angrier and angrier and angrier and to the point where she started threatening me. And uh, it wasn't like a like a legit threat. I think she said, this is what she said. She said something like, um, uh, blah, 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 you're a horrible, you're a horrible person, whatever. And then she said, um, I I hope throughout your life you're surrounded by the worst caliber of people. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I know. I was like, what? 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 I don't even remember what I said. I think, I think I um, I know something of what I said. But mm-hmm. what I what I did and what the purpose was of whatever tweet I sent out that day, I I stirred up some controversy. Mm. But I was mainly I wasn't really trying to do that. It was mainly just me trying to gain an understanding on something. I think I asked a question, actually. I think I asked a question, but just to I shouldn't hear have, what people... I shouldn't have asked the question, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. it's like, why would you even think that way? Why would you because even form this question? Because you have to think this way, right? Yeah, why would you even form this question? Like, right. yeah, so it was something like that. Wow, that's crazy. It was. It was, it was, I was like, I reported her tweet, though, and um, she was blocked for a time. Not she was blocked, she was, her account was... Um, Restricted for a time, and then uh, got right back up there. So I just blocked her. I was like, "Yeah, we're we're done here. Yeah, there's no like, reason there's no for need. us to interact." Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's like you can you should be able to interact with people who disagree with you. You should, but in a you know cordial manner, in a exactly. civil manner. It's and if you can't, then it's like we nothing fruitful is going to come out of this. So At there's all. no point in having a conversation. It's like, what's the point of you talking to me this way? What's the right. point of like? Do you feel better? Do you feel like you put exactly. me in my place? Like you know. It's it's funny. Yeah, because those same people will say like, 
oh, you're trying to just impose your God on everybody. But then like, it's no. like, what? You're Can imposing I? your God on everybody. Too. See, yeah, like, but it's they crazy. don't realize that their God is, is their God. It's them. Basically. It's them. And yeah. they're not even infinite self. They're yeah. finite self. They're yeah. finite understanding of what is. Yep. And so then they're like, no, because I'm more woke than you or I know more than you yep. or I think I know more than you, yeah. then I have authority on this. Yep. Therefore, what I just said just trumps what you say. And exactly. it's like immediately. It's like no conversation. I'm, I'm just telling you my perspective yes. at this point. Like I am open to being wrong in right. a sense if I gain new information. Like, yeah. like Jesus, like we thought the earth <laughs> or we thought the solar system revolved around the earth at right. one point. Exactly. And like we learned millions later. of people lived and died before the, we understood the actual truth. Exactly. But that's not they're not defined by the I guess the lack of understanding of what the world was, they just didn't understand the world the way that we do yeah. now. And so it didn't shape them in probably any way. Right. But know? if but if people weren't willing to have the conversation and understand and be open to a greater view of the world, then well, they kinda weren't. Uh yeah. back when um who was it that did the heliocentric model Copernicus, I think? Maybe. I think so. That's well, how, it sounds right. That sounds right. I, <laughs> Don't quote me. I, I'm sure Mayday will put it in the chat if right. he's still in there. But um, yeah, they were, uh, or maybe it was Galileo. I feel like it's Galileo. Oh, God, that sounds right. Too. <laughs> I don't See? Know. Yeah, you know what? I don't know. It's one of them. I'm not a big history, <laughs> I'm not a super history guy yeah. in, in that regard. I know things, but, um, but. But yeah, but when that, that model of the world was first presented, everybody's like, ha like, that's silly. Like, why would you think that? And exactly. It's like, Oh, now it's just true. Right. It's now like, it's true. Yeah. Right. So we have to be willing. And that's the other thing about when you when you live out Christianity to the fullest, it's like it's ever expansive. Yeah. And oh my God. It's it's creating a more virtuous you. Yes. It's not a it's not necessarily creating something that's always objectively true. Yeah. Um always objectively true you in a sense because there are certain things in this world that we're going to have to shift our understanding of just Mm -hmm. because we get new information and we get new knowledge. But if you become more virtuous, that's the stuff that has no law against it. That is the stuff that, so then you can take that new information and use this virtue to create a better world, create a better society rather than a totalitarian society. So, I mean, it's kind of like the deal with the AI thing. And so we'll get mm-hmm. into your AI newsletter in a second. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's like, this you got this new technology, right? Yeah. Virtuous people will use it for good and to create a better society, a better community around yes. them. But people can also use it for totalitarian ways, authoritarian sword. ways. Mm-hmm. And so let's go into that. So you write for, what is it? AI Powered Plus? Is yes, that... AI Powered okay. Plus. It's our um, AI newsletter where we share updates on everything related to AI technology. You know, AI is taking over the world. So we we want to be ahead of the curve and, and mm-hmm. help everybody else stay there too because, you know, this thing is moving. And it's, yeah. it's, it's moving and it's entering industries where, you know, people may not even think that it'll touch them, but it probably already has. Wow. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, it's it's at this point where we just want to make sure we share as much information about it as possible. So AI Powered Plus newsletter. Yep. So, yeah, let's talk about that. So what? So you had an interesting 
Well, it was on Instagram, so post, but it was also yeah. on Facebook. So I saw it both places where you were like, calm down, people. Like, AI is not going to take your job. Yeah. Right now, at least. Yep. <laughs> so give the people some perspective on like where AI is now and why they shouldn't be worried, but why they also need to develop skills and should be worried in, in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like I said, you know, if you, if you don't, if you don't continue to stick with the times, if you don't continue to, you know, update your skill set, you're going to be left behind and there are going to be no jobs left for you. I'm just going to be honest. There's, no, there's not going to be any jobs left for you, especially if you are in industries such as maybe marketing or um, even tech, you know, just, just everything below doctor, which is probably every, every industry. And so it's one of those things where um, you have to learn how to utilize AI because if you don't, they're going to get someone who knows and understands it on a level that's better than you do, and they're going to hire them over you. So Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. They just are because AI doesn't have to – AI is not going to take your job because at the end of the day, you do need a, a human touch you do need a person to look over it and, 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 and know that it sounds like a human talking because AI isn't perfect by any means. Right. But it's one of those things, like I said, where you have, to, um, you have to continue to learn. And if you don't, you will be left behind. You just will. Oh, just yeah. Will. But that's, that goes back to the, one of the things we talked about at the beginning with the participation trophies. Yeah. It's like... It discourages the competitive nature, especially in guys, because guys from an early age, generally, they're all about sports or some form of competition. Even like, I guess the nerdier kids will join chess or debate or something like that, something more academic. But at the end of the day, it's all competition, right? It's all sharpening who you are your skills and getting in there and trying to be excellent and push the boundaries of, you know, where you're at at that moment, but that's not being encouraged at all now. And so it's like, you're telling people, Hey, like get out there and gain some new skills. But some people are right now, even right now are thinking like, why should I have to do that? Like they should just let me have my job. It's not fair. And it's like, well, they won't because they don't care about you. So, (laughs) well, yeah, yeah. Well, that that too. Well, well, also like they they have to make money. It's like, if they don't advance with the technology, then Exactly. That they're company going to, they're becomes going to be swallowed. obsolete. Yeah. yeah. And so they can't they can't just they can't not advance just because you don't want to advance with mm-hmm. them or else they you won't have a job and they won't have a job. Right. Like but what would happen? If they if just we get never... rid of you <laughs> and exactly. they advance, then they can continue and find somebody to replace you. Yes. And so very I mean, quickly. But that's what happens on in competition on a team. It's like if you don't perform well, then there's somebody on the bench that gets the opportunity. Yep. If they perform better than you, well, then that they just, got the job for that time. Yeah. And for you to get back on that field or get back in that competition, then you got to go back to practicing, sharpening your skills. And then when you get your next opportunity, then you got to go out there and you got to shine and you got to kill it. Yep, you have to work. Yeah, but you have to work. Pe- people don't want to work. Because, so. I mean, they don't. And it's it's just like, I mean, when computers came on the scene, when computers came on, you know, everybody had to learn to type. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Everyone had to learn what surfing the web meant. 
you know? And so it's one of those things where now the internet and, and computers are a part of everyday life. It's kind of weird to think about what life would be like without it. And so I yeah. think pretty soon AI is going to be the same way. Right. And so, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that branches off of the the understanding of our world, mm-hmm. right? Even back from when they thought the earth was the center of the universe rather than the sun, it's like, yeah, there was a time when we didn't have phones and that wasn't a part of our everyday life. Yeah. And now it's like people do their jobs on their phones in some cases. Oh, like yes. all of their job. If like you're especially if you're a social media influencer yep. or somebody who manages social media profiles, it's like your whole job is just on your phone or on your computer or whatever. So it's like you have to constantly be expanding, mm-hmm. you know, your understanding and adopting changing with the times, but carrying the virtues and the the will of that God has for us Absolutely. with you so that you can remain a person of principle, a quality person, if you will. Yes. So, yes. Yes. So we have <laughs> one more segment. We're going to take a quick break. I will queue up some more comments and we'll be right back with a profitable breakdown. So we'll get into what Miracle thinks about some of my quotes, I guess, if you will. Uh, tweets that never I don't tweet so they're tweets that <laughs> tweets that have never been tweeted nice um, and uh, we will react to something I think you will be have a lot to say on Ooh. Um, as well but okay. get your comments ready I'm gonna cue them up and we will be right back break after this break this is fun the difference between loneliness and being alone Ooh, please tell us why you decided to well why is this your point like mm-hmm. what are you thinking yeah so i was watching the video it kind of brought me back to when i felt lonely and there was a point where um i'll get into like my story a little bit later but there was a point where i was like okay I'm on my walk with Jesus. I'm on my walk with God. I'm kind of studying like loneliness, being alone kind of thing. And I learned that loneliness is more of an emotion, whereas being alone is like your setting is it's it's where you are currently. Like if you're like alone in your apartment right. or something. It's something that you're doing in the present. Yes. Yeah. So and I learned like God works through you when you're alone like when you're alone god has the opportunity to honestly do whatever because you're you have no distractions you have nothing that can hinder that interaction right there so like that's that's their secret place yes yes yeah so that's my big takeaway is i think if people understood that there is beauty in being alone but understand you have to be purposeful in that emo- in that moment alone too. Amen. After that, so you had a Bible verse as well. Yes. And it was Isaiah forty one ten. Yeah. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And I chose that one because, I mean, I feel like it's the opposite of what loneliness feels like. Like you feel like you're well, obviously alone. You feel like no one understands you. You feel like you're kind of weak. Right. And I think that Bible verse, like the opposite, it's hopeful. It it shows how 
having God in your life mm -hmm. can turn those things around. God is with you. We are back. Profitable conversations. We have the lovely Miss Miracle Stillman here with us. Guys, quality people, make sure you are sharing this with your family and friends. Got a lot of new people in here today. So we're going to acknowledge some quality people right now. And we're going to answer, I see, I think I see a question in there. Yes, I do. So Aunt Cindy says, did it pop up? Oh, but even back then, they had something important to share the truth about God. Yeah, so I think she was referring to our conversation we were talking about um, back when they were under trying to understand the world from, I guess, more a more objective, material sense. Yeah. But that doesn't just discard your spiritual journey and becoming more like the image of God, more like Christ. So, yes, amen to that. Amen. Thank you, Cindy, for that. Amen. <laughs> Kenya's mom, T Mac. A lot of people just simply can't handle the truth. Yes, that that is very true. That is very true. That was me sometimes. <laughs> My mom said, "Miracle, you ain't never scared." Referring to the tweets. <laughs> she she's she's out here in the trenches. I did it scared. I did it scared. <laughs> she said I did. It <laughs> I did, but I had to do it. Hey, you God know what? God is with you though. So. You, you, you are still here with us. Miracle's mom is in the house. Oh, my mom. Yes, he says, I love this podcast. So proud of you, Josh. I appreciate it. It's been a, a long time coming. I've been wanting to do like a podcast set up um, like this for about a couple years, but I could never get like the production right because there was a certain level. I could, I mean, I can go on StreamYard or whatever like everybody else yeah, and yeah. just do a simple podcast. But I wanted it to be something, you know, like the God is, God's not dead play exactly. that we did. It's like, it has to be excellent because right. that's just, that's just who I am. Like as far as when it comes to production. Now, if it was something different, like something non-technical, then I wouldn't be as like, it has to be excellent. Like my excellent in that field may be just something simple to somebody else. But since this is what I, I, like, I do, this is, like in order for me to get this ball rolling, I was like, nah, like it's gotta look like this. Yeah. Essentially. So yeah. I'm glad that I've gotten to this point. So I appreciate that you are enjoying the podcast. It it, it does warm my heart. We have a question from Miss Kenya McIntosh, who's fresh out of Bible study. Where should beginners start so they can learn about AI? Ooh, well, first of all, I'll plug in my newsletter again that I have with my team. Yeah. AI Powered Plus, everybody. AI Powered Plus. Um, yeah, that's somewhere where you, where you can start learning about AI, you know, um, just learning all the different facets of what, what tools are out there, how you can use them in what ways, and um, yeah, and, and, and what it kind of looks like down the road in the future, just recent news and everything. So that's definitely somewhere you can start. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Kenya also said, sometimes you have to do things scared. LOL. Yes, you do. I mean, yeah, because I mean, going into the future is a scary thing. It is. Or taking on new adventures, changing changing who you are, which we uh, talked about a lot, is it could be a scary, yeah, anxiety filled venture. 
But I've had to really get comfortable with just being scared, doing things. Mm-hmm. Like before, I, I would I would let it paralyze me if it was something big enough that I just probably didn't really want to do. Mm-hmm. But now I go into it like, okay, I'm a, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna just do it scared. Right. You know? I mean, you have to because yeah. otherwise you can't grow or reap the benefits, the desired benefits from it if you don't do it. So like you have to take the leap of faith in order to, and leaping and taking a leap of faith doesn't mean you're finding, following something blind. Right. It's like you're doing something and you don't necessarily understand the end results. You don't control the end results. Yeah. But in order to get the desired results, you have to take the leap of faith to do whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Never have blind faith. And as believers, we don't have blind faith. Exactly. I would even say that, you know, it's even more intentional because when you're scared, you you overthink everything. Right. And, yeah. so, <laughs> and so it's one of those things where it's kind of like, okay, I, I know everything that could possibly go wrong and I'm still doing it anyway. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen. But we have Gary. one more topic. Profitable breakdowns. Oh, let me. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's like, I see a miracle. (laughs) There we go. Yeah, profitable breakdowns. So, we're going to go through four of my tweets that have never been tweeted because I don't tweet. Um, I just call them, they're basically just prof tips essentially um, because I used to have that series. Now, this is basically prof tips. So, we're going to go through four of those statements and we're just going to get your take on them. So, let's. Get into that now. Oh, we're probably going to have to go a long way because I skipped a lot. Yeah. I didn't, we did, we just started talking. I didn't we get did. to any of that. Okay. So here's the first one Mindless Christianity is the detriment of genuine faith. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's so true. Is so true because you really, because when you're just, so I always, I always say, you know, when it comes to religion, Christianity is really the only faith-based one. Whereas a lot of Mm. the other ones, they require you to do certain things in order to get certain things. And I think people apply that to Christianity a lot of times, like as a, you know, give and take or something transactional with Christ. Whereas all you need is the heart for it and the belief that he died on the cross for you. And really your heart changes from there, mm-hmm. you know, as you start to to love him more and, and desire him more. And so when I see this, it kind of lets me know that, um, that a lot of Christians can sometimes get into that mindset where it, it's transactional for them. They're, they're doing right. the things that are right. But they're not growing in their faith. Yeah, nothing transformative is happening. Nothing. Mm. And they're wondering why nothing transformative is happening, you know? So. Because it's, it's transactional. Well, and exactly. I think a lot of that goes back to um, the reason why we have like a lot of denominations mm-hmm. and just different things of that nature. It's people want to know everything, especially about they God. Do. And it's like, well, that's a contradiction if yeah. I've ever had a con- heard a contradiction. And it's like, how are you trying to confine an infinite God into this, you know, this box of propositions yep. that you need to believe? Like, yes, it's we need propositions. Propositions are good. It helps us with our understanding. But we also, going back to the, the 
just understanding and broadening your view of the world when new information is presented to you. If you don't have that, then you can't transform Mm -mm. to be more and more like Christ. Because once you master something, like there's something else in you that's broken or that's not as holy as it Mm -hmm. could be. And so you're always traversing the mountain, back to my original analogy, up towards Jesus. It's never ending. That's so true. As, as, as long as we're on this earth and then into eternity, right. then we're made, you know, like Christ. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we, we only know what, what, what God allows us to know. Mm-hmm. And I'm fully comfortable with that now because before I was, I was just as curious as probably anybody in the world. Right. And, you know, you get curious because God is, is so big and expansive and interesting and he is who he is. And so you, you do want to know everything about him. But then you have to get to the point where it's like... Because you are God, I won't know everything, and that's fine, mm-hmm. you know? But I'm good with the infinite transformation that you can produce inside of me. Yes, at least yes. While I'm, at least while I'm here right now. Exactly. And a, a lot of people also, because <laughs> we can only see things within, like, space and time if yeah. you want to get super out there. But there's, there's this world, and science is creeping, especially with, like, quantum physics and all that. They're creeping into exploring the world outside of space-time, in a sense. And so a lot of what that is discovering is that everything within that we see is kind of, it's not fictional, but it's not like what it actually is. Because we we take in things so that we can, so like when I look... The Matrix. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So if I see 12 men like coming to attack me, I don't see like... A six-foot man, a five-foot man, this man, he has a sword, this man has... I don't see all the individual details, but I do see a group of men coming to attack me. That's a good analogy. You don't have time to process what actually is um, down to, like, their atoms, down to, like, their minute, um, I guess, basic unit. Yeah. But you have to see things in a way to where you can make sense of it. So, like... When I see miracle, I see I see miracle. Yep. I don't see, oh, miracle with, you know, she's this height. Um, she has the dreadlocks or whatever. Yeah. But when I see miracle, I was like, oh, yeah. If I if I were to describe you, then I could break you down a little more. Exactly. But, but it's like as you, a quick it? human, you right. know, consumption of information, it's like I see what it is right now. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, yeah. And so that's why we have to be, you know, we're open-minded but in a – good way in yeah sense, you in know the appropriate I mean? way in the appropriate way yeah. it's not like so open-minded your brain falls out yeah it's, or so open-minded you let things in that were not supposed to be there yeah it's just like know? okay like we we're pat because we're beyond a lot of a lot of things that we let into us yeah you know it's like okay this has already been proven to mm-hmm. not be fruitful in life why do you why are you going back to this especially yes. when it's in like all the ancient texts right it's in the bible of course and it's like, why are you still, why are you still trying this? It's, it's insanity. Like, they already gave you the formula for how to, um, if not deal with it in a direct way, the virtue to or the virtues to apply um, to this situation. Right. So. Right. Yeah. The tools are were already there. Yes. <laughs> so we have our next one here, and this one is following Christ is in. 
eternal exploration of making what's broken whole Ooh. or holy. You kind of touched on that. I did. A little we bit. Just, yeah, we you, just ran you right did. into that. We I really actually did, did not mean to do that. But. I know. <laughs> we really did because, yeah, it, it's self explanatory, you know, like enjoying the transformation, enjoying what what he can do inside me and how that reflects on the outside. And, mm-hmm. you know, watching him in real time repair the things that have been broken inside me for so long or or even a short period of time, whatever, but just but just not being bound by those things anymore. Wow, yeah. And so no. it's it's renewing. It really is. And yeah, that eternal exploration, it's it's fun too. It honestly is. It's it's uh I always say the Bible is like the world's greatest graphic novel, you know? It's <laughs> That's like, awesome, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is. It's so <laughs> it's so I enjoy reading it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy, you know, it on, on a lot of senses. And so it's become one of those things where I've enjoyed chasing after God. Mm-hmm. And I've enjoyed getting to know him, and I still do. And I still don't know everything he's going to do in my life, you know? And right. I still don't know everything he's he's going to do around me or what that will look like. But I do know that he is God, and at the end of the day, it, it will stem from there. I like that. That's beautiful. I like that. So, um, hey, I forgot what I was about to say. <laughs> I was looking at the chat. I know. I got thrown off. Okay, okay. No, it's all good. Um, let me Did that have to do with the quote? I think so. Let me see. Let me go back to the quote. You kind of you touched on it in case you Following forget. God is a eternal. Yeah. We'll just move on. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So here's the next one. The problem with our society is many people push equity while simultaneously claiming Ooh. they're special. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was good. They can't have it both ways. Right. I always, yes. I think I posted something today. I did. I posted something today that relates to this. Um, I don't even really know the context of the full video, but I posted a video of a man speaking to a woman who I'm guessing she was declaring that, you know, women are just like men in every single way possible. Oh yeah, I saw that. You saw that, yeah. Yeah. And he was basically saying, you know, no, they're no, they're not. You know, um men and women are not equal, but that and and not in the way that you're thinking about it. Right. They're not equal in the way that they all bring their own unique um their unique selves to the table with what they can produce and what they can bring and what they can provide exactly. and, and and who they are in general, their essence, a woman's essence versus a man's essence. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's everyone is trying to put everyone on the same exact level mm-hmm. while at the same time, yes, claiming that they're yeah. unique <laughs> as well. It's weird. It's like, it's that cognitive dissonance that I still don't <laughs> right, understand. Yeah. Like, you know? So, but yeah, yeah, going back to your point where like mm-hmm. people say, yeah, I think, you know, women can do everything that a man could do. It's yeah. like, you don't even believe that all women could do the same thing that yeah. all other women can do. Yeah. And because they can't. It's they, like, exactly. it's, it's, it's a crazy contradiction um, because like we all have different talents. We all have different strengths that we're capable of doing that we can present and in a in the form of excellence and so it's like yeah i mean not even all men if you right you know put all men on the line they're not equal either right i mean lebron james is like really really good at basketball (laughs) but if you put him in front of like a computer and told him to code something like he would just be like like i've never done this a day in my life i don't know what this is yeah like what's (laughs) 
this isn't stats like exactly, you know exactly. <laughs> like, so it's it's yeah it's it's just crazy and so it's like the conversation around you know i guess women's equality mm-hmm. i feel mm-hmm. i mean this is a man's perspective so take it at as as you take it but Your perspective matters i mean yeah <laughs> but, but i get you i get you but yeah i feel should be making sure that women uh, i like what you said their essence like mm-hmm. what they bring as far as like you know who they are yeah is presented in a proper way not like that they can do what a man could do yes it's like yeah, oh, yeah. i don't want to do what a man can do i want to do what I do as a woman. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And and I, and I love that about me. I love being a woman. Mm-hmm. And I, I, being compared to a man, it kind of, not that it, it takes it away from me, but it feels like you're trying to. You're trying to take my 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 womanhood away from me by saying that I'm just like a man. Mm. Oh, I just realized I was uh, not on you. Oh. There we go. There we go. Okay. But yeah, good. Oh, well. You're good. But yeah, uh, that was. I think that was pretty much all I had to say about that. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So... Let's go back to this point here. Let me see if I had anything else. Yeah, the other thing is that a lot of people uh, in a really common thing I'll hear, especially ladies say, they'll say like, yeah, like everybody, like it's not fair that everybody's not the same, but then I'm a queen. Yes. And, I, and if I get a man, he needs to do this, this, and this. And it's like, whoa, wait a second. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, do you, like, you don't get what you just said and how that's not really reality in a sense. I completely agree. And so, yeah, so. That's a whole conversation, but I completely yeah, we, agree Yeah, we you. can say that. Yeah, but, day, but yeah. We can table that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we will, we will. <laughs> yeah. So uh, here's my last. Uh, oh, wait, I went to the comments. All right, here's my last quote, though. It says, the miracle, that's no pun intended there, <laughs> is in the transformation. And so let, let me, actually, I'll, I'll explain it after I get your initial take. So let's do that first. When you see what God can do in your life, you become in awe of who he is. And that itself is definitely the miracle because... When you feel bound for so long, for from some of of something, it's it's so freeing to finally be out of that and recognize that he he did something really transformative in you that no other person or yourself, no other thing or object or spiritual force could ever do. And when he does it, it's like. Wow, I don't even know how to put that in words. Amen. I think you did it in the best way possible. No, so that that's basically where I was coming from. Is a lot of people, especially, they'll go to church, and then um, we saw in like this uh, revival that took place in Oklahoma, where people are like, "Yeah, I'm going to this big outreach, and I know God's going to perform a miracle." Or whatever, and then like at the Asbury revival, and I'm not saying that these things were bad or yeah. that there wasn't transformation that happened, but they were like, "No, I'm going." We saw like limbs grow and all that, and it's just like, that's not why you go. Yeah. Like if that happens, like praise God. And but every time Jesus performed a miracle, one he was making somebody whole, and that was 
representative of what he can do to you and your being. Not necessarily that he's going to fix all your ailments, right? But as a result of you transforming and becoming more like Christ, then your ailments actually just, they go away because you're becoming more holy. You're becoming, or if you do have like a, like an actual illness, then it's like, it's okay because your being, you have peace, you have stillness, you have joy, even in the midst of your sorrow. Yes. That's what Jesus does. And it's that transformation that is the actual miracle of what following Jesus does. And it's not the fact that, you know, oh, I lost a finger and he's going to send a prophetess or whoever to come and like just speak a word and it just matters. Like, yeah. And so I think a lot of times people will go to church for the magic show and then ah. they don't get the magic show and then they become mad oh at God, God. <laughs> of all people. I love how you put that. It's like, yes, they yeah. do come for the magic show. Yeah. That is yeah. so Shout true. Shout out to Kenya for the magic show. Analogy. I like that. I yes. like that. Because it's so true. Mm-hmm. It's it's they're looking for a spectacle. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. Looking for something they can they can say, oh yeah, God was here. Right. You know? But God was there. Maybe you missed them. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and that's not to say that you can't put on like an excellent show. Yeah. Or a spectacle and to where people are like, wow, like what's going on here is amazing. Mm-hmm. But that is a re- a direct result of like if you go to a church and they have like a great praise team yeah. and they have great production or whatever, um, on the flip side of you know the people who are in it for the magic show, the people who are just super stiff and they're like, oh, that's not praising God. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wait a wait a minute, like yes. Then what are we supposed to do with our right. our talents and where our treasure supposed to go if not, you know, poured into the kingdom of God? Yeah. Now. We shouldn't be like, you know, again, trying to take that and be like, okay, this is God, you know, like the the praise team going crazy. Oh yeah, that's we see God in that. Gotcha. Exactly. Yep. But yep. it's more of like I get to participate in this awesome production. Yes. And as and as a result, me, I'm able to be transformed by the mm. spirit. Right. And it's not it's and it's not the result of the praise team being awesome, that was just something that was there to facilitate that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the praise team could have been, you know, just one lady up there yeah. singing her heart out with no microphone. Yep. And that same transformation could take place Absolutely. if you are open to receiving the grace. Yeah. So, we got to stop placing these limitations on God. Right. Seriously. He can do whatever he wants right. at any time. Exactly. So, no, amen to that. And Gilly, God is with you. So we are going to queue up a video. I need to make sure that I actually queued it up. I can't remember if I put this in here or not. So what? let me see. I didn't. And so we're going to take one more quick break. We'll be back to react to this video and give our closing thoughts. So like yeah. for the make sure you like for the algorithm. Oh, I love that picture. I just noticed that. Uh, this is kind of how I see... The religious today. The religious today are basically they're just super stiff and they 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 claim to know everything about God. And so that kind of gets me into my first point: is the religious are machine made and not God made. And so instead of letting the Holy Spirit come into their lives and 
do a work in them. They're just following, you know, a systematic theology in a sense to where everything is laid out for them and they become basically just these machine made things. So, so like nowadays, there's all we, we machines make everything right it, you, they go through they line up on a conveyor belt and this piece does this and this piece puts this together and then at the end you have all these identical pieces rather than um in the bible it says that god is you know the potter and we are the clay and he should be molding you and transforming you in that way we shouldn't be machines of man-made ideas but rather we should take what God has blessed us with, right? The identity that God has given us and maximize it according to his will, according to the values that Jesus laid before us. All right. Oh, this is a perfect farewell song for our last segment. Hey, quality people. This is the quality life. Profitable conversation. Like for the algorithm. Make sure you like for the algorithm. We're entering the home stretch. And uh, we have an interesting video that we are going to react to. Uh, I saw an interesting comment. Hopefully, can you cue it up? I, I lost it. But anyway, we have the wonderful Miss Miracle Stillman here. She has been great. And this so, has been so fun. She has she hasn't seen. I've only seen like the first two minutes of this, a seven minute clip. We probably won't even get through the whole thing, but I want to get her perspective. It goes along with you know the womanhood thing that we Ooh, were just talking about. Okay. So we should get some you know interesting takes here. Yep, yes. So let's get into. Well, it's it. one of the fastest female college swimmers. Riley Gaines made headlines after she was forced to compete against a biological male and share a locker room. Uh, they tied in competition, yet she never received a trophy. Well, since then, Riley has been standing up for women's rights in sports, and she's received a vicious backlash in return. Wendy Griffith reports. Keep female sports female. These days, Riley Gaines is making a bigger splash outside the pool. From countless interviews to standing before Congress, Gaines has become the face of saving women's sports. It takes a brain and common sense and fifth grade biology level understanding to realize that this is blatantly unfair. The 23-year-old who swam for the University of Kentucky made a name for herself as one of the fastest female college swimmers in America. But last year, she was forced to compete against Leah Thomas. <laughs> That's just incredible. I know. What are, so, what are, what are your thoughts so far? It's so funny. I was just watching an interview she did with Jordan Peterson today on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I did you see saw the, that? I, I haven't seen. I saw the, of course, the video, like yeah. the thumbnail and everything. I just haven't gotten around to watching yeah, it. Yeah. I watched about 10 minutes of that before coming here. Wow. It, randomly. I just, it looked That's interesting. That's great. Look yeah. at God working. I know. I know. Man. Oh, my God. If I could sum everything up about about this type of topic in mm -hmm. one word, annoying. <laughs> wow. Um, it's one of those things where I can't believe we have to explain common sense now. I can't believe we have to really debate and talk about um, that there's differences between men and women when that's established from birth. So it's like... 
if you can't get that simple concept, I really, right. there's nothing else for us to really discuss. And I hate seeing it play out like this because people are, you know, attaching to this ideology, you know, that, you know, we're all the same and, and this and that and the other. And actually, uh, a lot of European countries are moving away from that now because they see oh, it's like not all working. Yeah, because they're like, wait a minute. They're like, like, actually, this isn't, this this isn't, isn't what, helpful yeah. no, to anybody. not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. And so, you know, us being Americans, we're a little more stubborn. And so um, it, we're still we're still seeing this because, you know, for some reason, if we acknowledge differences between the sexes, it's it's automatic, some type of phobic. Yeah, it's like everybody has to be the same. Everyone has to be the same. I'm not yeah. the same as these people. Come on right. now. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. We have a hilarious comment, though. Uh, Mayday oh said, is that Michael Phelps? That's incredible. That's oh incredible. All right, back to the A six-foot-four male, formerly known as Will Thomas, for the NCAA National Championships. Despite his obvious physical advantage, Gaines tied the trans swimmer for fifth place in the 200 freestyle finals. But then the unthinkable happened. Despite the tie down to the 100th of a second, officials gave the trophy to Thomas. I'm a 12-time All-American, so it's not the trophy, but why? Why are you giving this trophy to Leo? What's your thought process? And he was not prepared to answer this because they hadn't been questioned on anything they'd done thus far. And so he says, well, Leah has to have the trophy for pictures. Um, you can pose with this one, but you'll give it back. You go home empty-handed. Leah takes the trophy home. Hold up. Oh, that's crazy. Well, and the fact that she says, like, we haven't been, they haven't been questioned. Yeah. Like, they're just going along. Yep. With their agenda. Going and, along to get yeah. along. And that goes kind of back to what we talked about earlier, where it's like the people who are the moderates don't get a say in anything. Oh. Even if they lean more towards, you know, the, I guess, the left. Mm-hmm. But they were just like, hey, this is this is not cool. Yeah. They would just get swallowed up in this sense because yeah. it's like, no, you, you you're not for. You would immediately be considered a right. Right. You're not for, right. You're not yeah. for the actual mission, so... You you can't be one of us, and then the yeah. right's not going to accept them on the opposite end because it's like, oh no, you're you're too progressive. So yep. it's like, yeah, exactly. man. So now now you're eating away at you know the people with the common sense. Yes. It's like, what do you think is going to happen to society? Yes, it's ugh. a lot of these people are just going along to get along. They don't really right, believe right. it. They don't really believe it. It's just profitable right now. Mm, no pun uh, intended. Right. No, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> But it's also a direct direct result of, you know, a lot of people being spiritually dead. Like nothing yes. transformative is happening because they're just, uh, like you said, going along to get along. Yep. They're just being strung along. They're not being a real boy yeah. relating to the Pinocchio story. Like he's still on the strings. Yeah. Like you're just on the strings. And so oh, wow. you have to go through the transformation. Like, yeah, yeah that's why do. a lot of those old Disney movies are actually great. They're I mean, great. The new ones These are- These new ones are trash. They're bad. Not all of them, but a lot of them. They just don't have, a lot of them don't have- a narrative that is you know like Pinocchio and like the Little Mermaid and yes, all that. Like out. those could be played forever. Yes. They're just like they're universally timeless. grounded. Yes. And those are know, values anyone right. can agree with. Exactly. Anyone can get behind. Beauty and the Beast is another one. Jordan yes. Peterson talks about that a lot. Yeah, but, yeah, he does. But yeah, it's just like and then now some of these stories are like, okay, these stories aren't gonna be a thing. They no, they're not. They're probably going to be laughed at in another 2,000 years oh, yeah. as like 
they'll be like, they, oh, we made that? Why Why did you, wh- what state right. was humanity no in? No wonder it's in the archives. Right, right, <laughs> right, yeah, so it's, it's crazy. All right, let's get into a little more of this. And that's what thrusted me over the edge. When they reduced everything that I'd worked my entire life for, all of us girls who were at that meet, what we'd worked our entire life for, they reduced that down to a photo op to validate the feelings of a male at the expense of our own. Another surprise, Riley and the other female swimmers discovered Thomas, a fully intact male, was sharing their locker room. At that point... Does fully intact mean like he still got the yep. thing swinging? Yep. That's disgusting. Literally all the physical, all the physical um, appearances of a, of a natural-born male. So that's, that's wild. It's happening it's like, in schools, too. I know. They had that mm-hmm. uh, case in Pennsylvania, I believe, yep. where... Um, a little girl got taken advantage of in yep. the bathroom. There were a few cases like that. They're, they're trying to sweep yeah. them under the rug, but they are happening. It's not. It's not just all too common happening where women are taking it. Right. It's not like of, a frequent like yeah, thing like happening not, everywhere. But, but there's there's happen. enough cases to and where this it's is like exactly what people are worried about. Mm-hmm. You know, it. There are differences. So how can okay? So this is my thing. Mm-hmm. How can you be considered? I guess trans. Yeah. If you're still intact, is it only because you're on puberty blockers? It's so funny. Like lowering how the... Before, you actually had to dress the appearance of the sex that you wanted to be called. Before, that was how it worked. Mm-hmm. Over time, as tolerance became the tolerance it is today, right. it, there were less requirements. And so over time, it was mm-hmm. like, you know, okay... Maybe you don't need the surgery, but you at least need to dress like a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, now maybe you don't need to dress like a woman, but you at least need to be, you know, on the medication or on estrogen or on PV right. Oh, blockers. yeah, like your your levels have to be a certain. Yeah. So I think in order for Leah to compete, Leah has to be below a certain testosterone yeah. level. Yeah. And yeah. even still, it's just kind of like. I, I don't know. It, yeah, it's, it's, no, it's just, it, it just seems crazy. It, it makes no sense. I mean, now, like, like you could say you're a woman, and and they can put that on your. They can change your birth certificate, and as long as and then as long as I take, you know, no, you don't have to do anything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I'm talking. Okay, oh. so now I'm. Well, so I got you. Yeah. And now yeah. I'm talking about like as far as competing. If I were to just yeah. take it and get my I levels at works. a certain level, yep. then I could go compete. Yeah, and, and say that I can compete in a female. I think you have to be on estrogen for like a year or something before. Oh, okay, because gotcha. I heard that somewhere. I was watching a few videos on it a while ago, and I think you have to you have to be on estrogen for a period of time. Uh, okay, I, yeah. that, that makes a little more sense, but yeah. still, it's just like but it still the whole idea is crazy. Sense. It is. Yeah. It I mean, really is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's moment. Let's Riley a knew more of this. nobody was coming to rescue them. I was waiting for. A coach, a parent, another swimmer, someone with political power, someone within the NCAA, someone to stick up for us. But then it, the realization hit me that if we as female athletes weren't willing to stick up for ourselves, how could we expect someone else to stick up for us? Why did the NCAA allow this to happen? Truthfully, it's a classic case of fear-mongering. I mean, the NCAA, they were terrified to make a decision. They know better than anyone, especially being a an organization that covers sports, the differences between man and woman when it comes to athleticism or sheer strength. 
current NCAA transgender. You can see that in the records that are held by men and the records that are held by women. It's, it's yeah. really evident in track. The fastest time in the world for like the 100 for men held by Usain Bolt is like almost a full, I, it probably is a full second and mm. a half faster than the fastest woman. Yeah. And it's just like, that's, that's why, because there's a difference. Yeah, that's why it's women like, have their own league. Exactly. It's not really fair for us to compete mm-hmm. with men. And in a lot of cases, there's so like softball, for instance, there's a mm-hmm. lot of co-ed leagues where if you want to be on a team where everybody can play together, yeah. which is cool. Like say you, your wife played college softball or was into softball and you were getting into uh so men or slow pitch softball, y'all can play on the same team. Yeah. I think that's really cool. I think so. And there's too. leagues that have that. But if you're talking about men and women competing at their highest elite level yeah. to, you know, push the boundaries of humanity in a sense, because if they can break a record, that's like a new thing a human can do. Mm-hmm. If you're saying that it's just all the same, well then the woman all the women's records just disappear. Yeah. They literally just disappear. And, and and women's rights eventually will too if that's mm. if that's the case because if you're saying everyone is the same there are no differences between men and women what was the point of of women's women's suffrage or women's rights in general you know mm. all of that disappears too because why do we need our own spaces we're just like men yeah wow yeah mm. that's good gender policy defers to individual sports and their governing boards and female swimmers seem to have no voice. Here's Leah Thomas speaking against them. They're using the guise uh, of feminism to sort of push transphobic uh, beliefs. It makes someone transphobic to acknowledge that there are two sexes, to acknowledge no matter what, you cannot change your sex, to acknowledge that women deserve equal opportunities and we deserve safety and fairness and privacy in locker rooms and areas of undressing. My kind of petty response is, okay, well, you're a misogynist. If you're going to sit here and call me transphobic, then you have an utter disregard for women and our own physical uniqueness. As a believer, um, have you forgiven him? Absolutely. There's, There's no animosity in my heart. So when people want to call me names like Thomas has and like others have Democrats, um, representatives and politicians, they'll throw at you. I'm so secure with myself, and that's because of my faith. In April, Riley's faith was tested Amen. while speaking at San Francisco State University when a mob of transgender activists physically and verbally attacked her. The first thing I thought was these. See, and that's the other thing that happened. So, like, I saw a headline when this happened, but me too. I only saw it from like right-wing people, you know, yeah, I didn't see same. it from like, you know, a lot of big news corporations. That's what happens. And it's just like, wait a minute, like. That's what happens. The media, yeah. like that, the bias on both sides, you know. Exa- yeah, you, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, they wouldn't post mm-hmm. this. The, like, um, you know, more of the, the left democratic mm-hmm. side type media, they're not going to, they're not going to, well, it doesn't this. support their agenda, even if yeah. they believe it's wrong. Even and, if they believe it's wrong. And some people don't. Some yeah. people are just like, oh, she just had it coming. It's yeah, like, and we saw wow. that with the, with the um, I think the it was a transgender girl or guy who shot up a Christian school. Oh, yeah. And we, yeah. we saw those type of comments, too, and kind of what people think about that. And mm-hmm. it's it's disappointing, but 
I'm I'm really glad she's grounded in her faith and understands that you know these people it it's not it doesn't matter right. But she's also handing handling it in a mm-hmm. very respectable and a loving manner. She is. It's like she she obviously she's standing for her position. Yeah. And she's not backing down from her position, but she's also not saying like, oh, I, I think Leah is you know the scum of the earth or exactly. something. Exactly. As, like, sh- as she shouldn't. Uh, Riley is acknowledging Leah as a person. Yep. She, Riley just doesn't agree with everything that's going on surrounding Leah Thomas. So exactly. I think that's a really good example of how Christians can move forward yeah. with these interactions. And it's unfortunate that she got attacked even with security it is. around her. Like that's that's, that's not tolerance. I mean, right? Yeah, we, that's we not promote, what they fight. That's not what they're fighting for. We right? We promote or what tolerance they to all the time, for. and this is not it. Well, it's not yeah. it. I hate it. All right, let's. Uh, People look so couple minutes hateful left. and sad. I, I immediately just wanted to pray for them. I just felt sorry for them more than anything. So you were hit in the face, is that right? Yeah, there was um, there was hundreds of people um, who were yelling. I mean, awful things that they wanted to do to me. Did you fear for your life? Absolutely, I did. They kept using the term "we fight back," and I'm like, where have I just heard this? The press secretary of the Biden administration the day before, the day before. Whoa, time out. That was a thing. I didn't even realize that, but that definitely was a thing. Yeah. Whoa, that is. Yeah. That's buns right there. This is why we we just can't put all of our faith and trust in in men in in men in general. Well, men this, and or yeah. the ideologies. Yeah. So some people have their faith in the politicians, and the politicians have their faith in these crazy ideologies, and, yep. nothing, and, and nothing's leading to any sort of growth or transformation. No, it's it's all just you know fulfilling your own agenda. Right. That's all it is, and people are falling for this and thinking, mm-hmm. oh, they're on our side. Well, people are just a part of the agenda. They're not even. Yes. They're not even their own entities. They're not even yes. thinking as people. They're just a part of the actual agenda. Yeah. Oh, wh- they're chess pieces. Yeah. That's all they are. They're pawns. So we, I talked about on one of my first profitable conversations. Um, not becoming a part of the machine mm. of whatever ideology it is. And because when you become a part of a machine, the machine's just making pieces. You go down the conveyor belt and it's just putting pieces together and you're just part of this, you know, this big piece. Wow. Right. What should be happening is God should be, you know, making a new creature in you daily. Like you're dying to yourself and as a result, you're becoming, you know, new. Every single day, every single day. And so that's not happening. And this is part of the result right here. And I, 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 think, we've, I think we've seen enough. It of hurts this. me. Yeah, it, it hurts. hurts. Me. We're going to get to your comments before we get on out of here. Uh, before we do that, though, I want to um, show you our schedule for this week. These are all the shows that are coming up on The Quality Life. So we are on Monday at 7 p.m., uh, we have the wonderful Miss Miracle Stillman here. Um, tomorrow we have no show. Our first Tuesday without a show because I'll be competing in the softball championship tournament tomorrow. So that's going to be all night. Um, Wednesday we'll be back at it uh, with uh, Quality Pod. So Miss Kenya McIntosh will be here alongside me and we'll continue our podcast at 9.30. Thursday we'll... Do the same at 7. And then Friday, we have 
the release. Well, we're actually, it's not really being released. It's actually being recorded live. Um, Faith and Beyond. So Kenya's first episode, she's going to be back in the studio and she has a lovely first guest, um, Callie. What's Callie's last name? Hogan? Logan, Callie Logan. She just released a book. Um, she is the salt of the earth. We had our pre-interview with her last week, so you're not going to want to miss that as well. Now we are going to get into the quality comments before we get out of here. Kenny, can you pop the comments up on the screen? Do you still have it up? Good? Okay. This is that Michael Phelps. So funny. <laughs> that was a good one, baby. <laughs> All right. Aunt Cindy says... N O W is completely. Does that stand for something? You know? What does that stand for? Oh, National Organization of oh. Women is completely silent on this. Definitely an attack on true science and God's law. Hey, amen. 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 And Kenya says, but they still have the muscles and stature of the man, even if their testosterone levels are below a certain point. Yeah, it's like they've already advanced in such a way that even yeah. if their levels, like they still have the training and the, and the I guess, the muscle memory down, yeah. for lack of a better word. The full physique of a man. Right, exactly. You know? And they've, they've trained at an exceptional rate yes. that above probably a lot of women. Yeah. So it's like, ugh. This is this is a little this is a little weird. It's a bit weird. Like we need to get that out of here. It's yes. buns. All right, next. Anthony <laughs> says, sadly, it's only what they identify as, yep. formerly known as a mental illness, gender dysphoria. So yeah, so if you watch, um, what is a woman by Matt Walsh? That was good. They they go through this, and it's not that gender dysphoria is just you know, just jumped off the roofs. Like it's like a mental illness that's sweeping the nation. Right. What's sweeping the nation is the social contagent of, you know, being accepted as a trans person. So people are looking for belonging. And because a lot of, I mean, there's goofiness even in Christianity that's not allowing us to, you know, administer the gospel in a persuasive way to where people want to come and join the community. Um, we are being more, like it's almost like we're we're repulsing people more than we're attracting people yep. in a lot of cases just because of our a lot of our goofiness that's mm. going on even within the church. Mm. And so people are looking for things elsewhere. And so if they look and they can't find anything and the church isn't there welcoming them with the open arms that Jesus would have, then this is something that like, oh, okay, this is popular i see this happening everywhere let me give it a try right oh these people are nice to me they accept right. me they love me you know they love me for who i am even exactly. though this isn't who i am but it's who i'm taking on right now right and you know yeah. and that's similar to how i feel the dilemma of anything came along Ooh, because yeah. like if you watch a lot of his or a lot of Dylan's. I don't, I don't even know what Dylan identifies as. I don't. I, I don't know. It's confusing. Oh, it's oh, it's girlhood or womanhood or something. So I guess yeah, it, I uh, guess female. Um, but um, a hundred days of girlhood or something yeah, like that. But the yeah. whole the whole thing is really confusing, especially when you see the social media that led up to it. It was like, okay, yeah. this person was clearly just trying to get on yeah. on social media. Dylan was big into drama and like theater which yeah, i mean good actor. good like you know? that's that's great 
but it's like this role's gone on a little too long. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I yeah. actually don't think he's transgender at all. I think he's playing a part. I think he's an actor. He and was he's I mean, reaping he was the benefits, on, so he won't stop. Yeah, yeah, and now he's like, well, I'm here now, so yeah. you know, I might as well. And I think I think he's really convinced himself now that he's transgender or. Or that he's a twenty four seven actor, or like maybe method acting or something. Maybe he's right. just continuously in that, you know. And um, yeah, because he wow. was. There are a few clips of him before he went through this transformation, and he was on The Price Is Right, and I think Ellen, and he was. He has the exact same personality that he had before, mm-hmm. and you know when he first did the videos and everything, you kind of thought he might have been trolling. You know, right? Yeah, because it's like he was saying like stereotypical girl things, and then like you know his hiking heels and like who? What? Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. You know, well, because uh, um, because I don't doubt Dylan is Dylan. Like yeah. when you watch the videos, it's like okay, this person's like that's who that person is. Yeah. But the it's like the stuff on the outside is like pretend, and yeah. then they're selling it uh, like all over the mm-hmm. country as like oh this is like what women should be, and then it wasn't. Dylan on, was it like Vogue? It, it was, was like something. Ulta or Ulta, was the yeah. Ulta podcast. Yeah. Talking it, about, about womanhood women, or womanhood. girlhood or something like that. Yeah. For, it was like maybe maybe it was for Women's Day or something. And it's like, that's yeah. crazy. Isn't it? Especially for somebody who hasn't been a woman it's more honestly, than a year. It's honestly offensive. It's, it's very right. offensive. I mean, you know, I'll pray for Dylan. Dylan's going through whatever he's going through in his head and everything. And, you know, I, mm. I, can, I can't even imagine what... What that's like, and so yeah, there's that, but it's 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 offensive at the end of the day that these companies are you know really diving this deep into it and and really right. rewarding men for being women. But they're it's, also participating in the social contagion. They are as well. So it's just driving more people to become yeah like Dylan yeah like Leah. So yeah yeah, yeah. it's crazy. All right. We have another comment. Oh, there we go. Okay, <laughs> new Disney movies. There. Hey, know, you can't right? say that. The uh, miracle's big on Disney. I, I am a Disney. I remember adult. you, you and you and Aaron used to go crazy. Yes. Like when we went um, down to Disney because I went with uh, Aaron for Decca. She and oh, yeah, Miss Brown that. went crazy, and yes. I was just like. Man, yes. like take me back to Universal. Oh I want to ride some roller coasters. And my all-time favorite is The Little Mermaid. That is my movie. <laughs> yes. I have mixed feelings about The Little Mermaid live action though, but yeah. The the new one that just came yeah, out? Yeah, it's with, coming out the 26th. Is that the one with Chloe Bailey? Yeah, uh, Halle Bailey. Hall- oh, Halle. Yeah, she's okay. gorgeous, but yeah. I have mixed feelings about the movie. Oh, well, we got to talk about that. I know. <laughs> I, 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 I know some of like the stances on it, but yeah. I don't. Understand. I haven't looked too deep into it, so I'm I think it's because I'm just a, a Disney person. Well, yeah. So when it's like, it, it felt like it felt like the people who are doing the live action did not like the source material, and it feels like they're trying to correct the source material. And oh, I'm like, oh, it's like, don't no, talk but about this my is movie. the universal. This is the universal movie. Yeah, you're not making it universal anymore. Exactly. Uh, you're, you're changing it for modern audiences. Yeah, you're so. right, Kenya. Buns. <laughs> okay. When future generations dig up the remains, they'll only see male or female. There isn't a gene called trans. Facts. All facts. That is true. It's down to your DNA. 
Down to the bone. <laughs> yep. That's what mama used to say. Down to the bone. <laughs> Can't change it. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Kenya McIntosh says a book Ooh. called Eve in Exile does a good job of talking about the differences between male and female and goes into detail about feminism. Highly recommend. Isn't that the book that you were listening to the other day? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, she's about to listen to it what? again. Yeah, I'm gonna, it's. I'm gonna get into that. Yeah, I was listening to. Um, I listened to part of it when she was here, and we were getting ready for the show last week. And I was like, man, like this is this oh, is some yeah. really solid stuff. I gotta get into really it solid then. stuff. You're so. listening to it twice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Aunt Cindy says this is an attempt for phony men to steal from true womanhood. Yeah, and then they. They always say it's about misogyny, but it's yeah. like, isn't this it definitely the ultimate is. form of misogyny where men are taking on women claiming to be it women is. and now they're being, you know, broadcasted as yeah. the face of women? It's like, yeah. I don't know, that's, that's the misogyny. I do it. wonder, you know, I get a little sad thinking about because I wonder if they believe men don't have a place because, you know, there's this real, uh, contention towards men right now you know everything a man is is bad and yeah know, it's crazy being a man is just bad and you're bad because you're a man and so i wonder if that might be a little bit of the push here towards trying to be a woman is like you're told being a man your whole life is just horrible yeah and so it's like well maybe i should be a woman well it's a lot of these men that get rejected by women quite That's frankly true. And it's like, what they call them incels or whatever <laughs> yeah, they call Jordan Peterson the king. Of, uh, oh that my was god, crazy. that that hurts me. Yeah, Jordan that did Peterson hurt. That hurt. Not, yeah, no. it was like, but yeah, so it's like these men that get rejected. Yeah, and then it's like, well, there's where else do I turn to? So it's kind of like they they haven't found community. Yeah, and then it's like, well, I project myself this way, mm-hmm. and I become Dylan Mulvaney. It's like, oh, okay. Well, like people like me now. This is okay. Like, no yeah, I'm accepted. Yeah. Like, even if I get hate from people, it's like, oh, these people are still championing yeah. me. So and it's I okay. I get things. I get money and opportunities. Right. I'm in the White House. Like, White House. Exactly. I get an invite. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Like, what? What's next, Ken? Uh. Even the fourth. <laughs> he did say that. Uh, yeah. Yes. He did say that. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner was he's Caitlyn said that on Fox. Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. He did. She did. He they did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you just don't you don't even know how to approach it. Right. They they definitely did say that on Fox. I remember that. That was a while ago too. Yep. That's crazy. No, and I actually think uh, Bruce really did struggle with something now that I have a looked at it, I'm like I think uh, so too. I don't think Bruce was playing. I don't think it was the right route to take, but Yeah. I think he was dealing with some it things. It seemed pretty genuine, especially now, like that you see how Caitlyn acts. It's like, yep. okay. But yeah. And Caitlyn is very bold about her it, yeah, about Caitlyn yeah. is bold about Caitlyn's takes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't she know. Is. This is gonna get censored on YouTube, but I it's know. all right. Whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to get <laughs> <good> here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that might be the next step. I know, right? <laughs> I need to get a Patreon. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna launch one 
hopefully pretty soon. Good. We're trying to we're trying to put some more pieces into place. So. Okay. Yeah. Once, I'll look out for once it. Once we do that, then it'll be like, okay, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. All right. Is that it? Cool beans. So thank you guys for rocking out with us. Thank you, Miracle. Woo. Yes. Um, Miracle, before we leave, just tell people, again, plug your newsletter, plug what you got going on, and tell people where they can find you online. Yeah. You know, you guys can follow me on Instagram at miraculous underscore. Um, it's Spelled like miraculous, except just replace the C with a K and then an underscore. So, and uh, follow and subscribe to the AI Powered Plus newsletter. Um, We post daily content. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to do that. Yeah. um, Because I want to keep up with what is going on. Because it's essential. Yeah, it, it is. It is. So, yeah, don't definitely don't want to be left behind. Yep. Thank you guys for rocking out with us. Uh, Miracle was great. It was uh, fun. Again, we'll put up our schedule one more time. Remember, no show tomorrow, uh, but we'll be back here on Wednesday, 930, Thursday, 7, and Friday at 2. Before we get out of here, make sure that Break you share this with your family and friends. We are trying to spread practical religion um remember that and we will see you on wednesday